Hello, and welcome to the MyoBrain podcast. This is Greg Ferris, the founder of MyoBrain. Today's episode, we're going to be comparing CrossFit to Orange Theory. In the last episode, we kind of did a fitness value. We compared CrossFit, Orange Theory, boot camp, commercial gyms, kind of luxury commercial gyms, all of that stuff. So if you're interested in kind of the, the price and value breakdown, kind of had a longer discussion on that last episode. I believe that was episode seven. This will kind of be compounding on that, really com- go into a deeper dive comparing CrossFit to Orange Theory. Before I uh, get into all the details, we just launched a new website actually yesterday. So it is myobrain.co, so .co. Our old website is still up and running. We're still using that, but this is a little bit better format, I think, for us. So the myobrain.co has all the information on our nutrition coaching services, so everything that's involved with the plan, how the coaching process works. You can learn about all of our individual coaches. So if you're interested in that, go check it out. Again, it's myobrain.co. As always, any questions you have, you can Email me directly at myobraincoaching at gmail.com and also check our Instagram. If you haven't already, it is just at myobrain. Okay. So again, we're going to elaborate a little bit more specifically on comparing CrossFit to Orange Theory. I, I, I generally think that's where a lot of our listeners, clients are at right now. So I think it's, it's good to dive deep into that. I also put up a poll on our Instagram, just trying to get some feedback on um what our kind of population is doing right so as of right now um we have um 70 ish people who voted for this poll it's only been out for a few hours but 43 of them have crossfit as their primary form of exercise and 15 had uh orange theory f45 boot camp so i'm not i'm bad at math it's probably like 70 percent crossfit um and 30% of the uh, more circuit training style. And there was also some cycling, running, strength, bodybuilding mixed in there as well um, with the, with everybody. But again, comparing just CrossFit to um, circuit, it was about 70 to 30 by my math. What I also thought was interesting was um, just, just some, some fun information here. Uh, another question I had was, do you have one or more membership or punch cards? So if you're doing like CrossFit and yoga, we talked about that a little bit in the last episode. Um, 70% said no, 30% said yes. They actually do have more than one gym membership. So I would assume, again, they're doing CrossFit in a commercial gym or they're doing some sort of combination of two things, um, cycling in a commercial gym, something like that. The third question I had down was for all of our diehard CrossFitters, how many had tried an Orange Theory or F45 class? Uh, 37%, so about four out of 10 people said they actually had tried it. And then the flip side of that, again, for all my boot campers, uh, circuit training, Orange Theory style training, how many of them tried CrossFit? It was about three out of 10. So you would, you kind of would, would imagine those numbers that people that kind of fall into, oh, I like CrossFit. Um, I'm going to stick with that and then vice versa with the more circuit style of training. But again, I thought it was interesting information of kind of who has tried both and who is kind of the people that are like, no, I'm CrossFit. I would never do Orange Theory or, or vice versa, right? Uh, another disclaimer I want to get into, or well, a, f- a few, would be um, last episode, I don't think I particularly um, articulated really at all that obviously a, a, a point of value for everybody too would be how much they're enjoying each one of those, right? So I pretty much just broke down how much does this cost? What is this actually giving you? 
right? That, that's pretty much what that episode was if you haven't heard it. As far as price per month, how, what you actually get for that price. It goes without saying that even if um, a luxury commercial gym is the best value of what I said for an individual trainer, if you don't enjoy training on your own, it's probably worth to join a group. Or even if CrossFit isn't the best way to build muscle and it's actually to do a luxury commercial gym and hire an online coach to do your training program for you, if you don't enjoy doing that, then you should stick with CrossFit, right? Because also, obviously adherence and doing the plan consistently and enjoying that is the most important thing. If you're not in the gym, nothing's gonna happen, right? So I didn't really like put that out there in the last things. So I felt like that was kind of, um, goes without saying, but obviously a part of the value is how much you actually enjoy it. So it has to be weighted very heavily too of sort of what is the value, how much how much do you enjoy it, and then kind of what what is the progress you can expect, the results you can expect related to your actual goals, right? So I wanted to clear that up a little bit if I didn't come across of like, oh, well, if I just don't like it, but it's a good value, obviously you should lean heavily on what you enjoy, but also focus upon, you know, maybe if you enjoy three different things, that's where the value, you know, price value, and also the results you can expect from that come into play, right? Okay, uh, second disclaimer is I personally do CrossFit. I would, I would not consider myself a Orange Theory or boot camper. I've, I've never done an F45 class, never done a boot camp class. I've done two free Orange Theory classes and nothing else is really even kind of goes into that realm, right? I've done CrossFit for almost three years. Yeah, like the three years exactly now. Um, and yeah, that's my bias. But as I go through this, I don't think I'm that biased towards general population doing CrossFit. Um, I'm pretty good at like objectively looking at things and being like, oh, well, just because I like it doesn't mean the whole world likes it or needs to do it, right? I don't have any I don't work at a gym. I don't affiliate with a gym. I, I, I don't care what people do for exercise, really. Um, it's all about educating people um, and then getting something that gets them results and it's safe and all of those things. Okay. So that's my second disclaimer. I actually do CrossFit, but as you listen to this, you probably would be like, oh, are you sure he does CrossFit? Um, okay. So let's jump into it. Before I go to kind of compare pros and cons of each one of them, for anyone that's super new to either one of these modalities or maybe they're just super ignorant about the other one, I want to give a very quick rundown of what you can commonly expect at each of these um, different type of gyms, right? CrossFit's a little bit more unique because there's not really a standard. So a CrossFit gym in Austin and a CrossFit gym in California and a CrossFit gym in Maine could look totally different from one another. Actually, a CrossFit gym in the same city you live in, five miles apart from each other, can look and feel and be very, very different. So it's hard to give you what to expect, right? But generally speaking, CrossFit is a is a pretty balanced uh, blend of a traditional strength training work. So if you if you've done back squats, deadlifts, power cleans, those sorts of things, that's generally about half of the one hour you're going to be in there. There's going to be some warming up. Um, again, some gyms will be very heavily on the strength and lifting. Some gyms will be a lot less on the strength and lifting. I have to kind of talk in generalities here to, to make a good point. So roughly half the class can be something like that. Again, bench press, strict gymnastics, like pull-ups, push-ups, that sort of focus. The second half of the class is more of the conditioning side of things. So things like burpees, things like kipping pull-ups, things like 
light barbell things, running, um, gymnastics, like toes to bar, things like that. Muscle ups, people see a lot, I'm sure, uh, when CrossFit's advertised. That's commonly what you can expect. And most of the time, the the day-to-day has a lot of variety, but it still it kind of falls into that, that category of half of the class is strength, half of the class is conditioning, right? So again, the strength, Monday maybe bench press, Tuesday maybe squatting, Wednesday maybe gymnastics, Thursday maybe core strength, Friday maybe deadlifting, right? There's always gonna be more than likely some sort of strength component to that. And the same thing, conditioning on Monday could be like all out sprints with a lot of rest. And then Tuesday conditioning could be like a 30 minute long kind of methodical workout. Wednesday could be more like skill based, like pull ups and double unders, things like that. Okay, generally what you can expect there. Um, I think I explained that fairly well. Um, On the other side with Orange Theory of what you can expect, um, there's a little bit more consistency from my knowledge from location to location and also within a class, right? So there's always like a running section to the Orange Theory. There's a rowing section and there's going to be light dumbbell ab um, sort of movements as another section, right? The more circuit training, right? Um, and, and that's kind of the overall breakdown. So you may row for a little bit and then transition into doing some light dumbbell rows. And then you may go row a little bit and do some bicep curls. And you may run for 10 minutes. And in that running, you may do a minute or two at a five, um, 5.0 miles per hour on the treadmill and then go for an interval at a seven and then back down to five. Then you may do an incline run and then a little bit easier, right? So you may be still running for a long time, but it is still interval based, meaning some of it's walking, some of it's jogging, some of it's sprinting, okay? But the modalities are a lot mo- more consistent versus there are infinite number of ways to kind of get a more CrossFit workout. And also there's even though there's a strength component to it, it's nothing. It's nothing like CrossFit where you're going to do five heavy back squats and then rest two or three minutes, and then five heavy back squats and rest two or three minutes. Even the strength component is a little bit more high repetition. It's still interval based, and again, you may mix in um, rowing or running with that. So you're not going to ever feel super fresh doing that strength work there. Um, again, it's it's more thinking about. 50-ish minutes of constantly moving your body versus a traditional CrossFit class, at least half of it's going to be more strength-oriented where you're working hard for a little bit and then plenty of rest and working hard for a little bit and plenty of rest where you may not be out of breath hard, but it may more be like muscular hard if you are sort of new to that. Okay, so that's the big difference, right? Um, Really, the, the Orange Theory class, the entire thing feels like the second part of a traditional CrossFit class where you're gonna run 200 meters and then come in and then do 10 sit-ups and then do 10 pull-ups and then do that for 15 minutes, right? That's essentially what you can think of. It's just less variety in Orange Theory um, and much, much longer, right? So even the strength things, it's it's not the traditional strength work that like I would always think of, what most people think of as actual strength training, okay? So that's the quick overview there. And that, now let's go over really the pros of each of them is that they're, well, the, the pros for these type of people that would like to do them is that they're both group and they both 
rely a lot on accountability, right? So I discussed this in the last episode, so I won't go too much into it. But obviously, if, if you always go to the noon class and your friends are in the noon class and there's a trainer there, you just show up at 11.50, you get your stuff on and it's at noon, you're ready to go, right? So that's that's still part of group for each one of them. There's really not a difference um, between those two. The, the instructors should warm you up properly for the class. You do the class, you do a little bit of a, hopefully do some sort of a cool down, and then you complete the class, right? So not a lot of like cognitive work has to go in on your front and on the, on the group stuff, and they're very similar as far as its benefits there with being a part of a group. Okay, so now I wanna jump into, I think the simplest way to do this would just be to what I think where CrossFit is better and then where I think Orange Theory, F45, Boot Camp, again, I'm kind of lumping that stuff in, but they're very, very similar. Um, uh, where those kind of excel at, right? And then not really like picking my battle, but essentially saying CrossFit wins in this, circuit training wins in that, and whatever you kind of find is more appealing to you, you kind of make the decision on what you would like to do, right? So the, the biggest difference I touched upon this in the class overview is the strength work within CrossFit. Right, so you'll, again, generally speaking, you will squat heavy, you will deadlift heavy, again, relative to what you what you do. For some people, squatting heavy is 100 pounds, right? For other people, it's 500 pounds. So you'll do those heavy components, strength training, to really build muscle, build good, good movement. That's an integral part of CrossFit, right? Even though you have, even though you have weights in your hands in an F45 class or Orange Theory class does not mean you're building muscle, right? Their instructors may tell you something different, and if you're a super beginner, um, you will. If you've never touched a weight before, then touching 20 pounds is more of a stimulus than that. But if you if you're doing that for a lifetime, you're not going to be building a lot of appreciable muscle with 20 pound dumbbell presses, right? You're going to need more of a stimulus than that. You're going to need to do. The research is pretty clear here. You know, six, eight, 10, 15 reps, hard repetitions. Rest your body. Do that again rest your body, do that again, and progressively use heavier and heavier loads over time, right? So if your goal is really like building muscle, CrossFit still isn't great because it's very, very low volume and you're only doing maybe five, six, seven exercises an entire week versus some of my clients do that an entire day. Um, the strength aspect, the building muscle aspect be much, much better for people with, with attritional CrossFit uh, training style. Okay. Second thing CrossFit wins in is the variety, right? Like I mentioned, uh, Monday could be running slow and then doing sit-ups and then do jump and then jump rope. And then Tuesday could be, you could ride a bike and then do fancy muscle ups and then do burpees. Uh, the, the possibilities are endless with you have, you have dumbbells, light, heavy barbells, light, heavy, a ton of different gymnastics movements. So um, if you're someone that gets bored really easily or just enjoys that variety of movement, that's probably a very, very big uh, pro for, for CrossFit. And the last pro or kind of big win I have for CrossFit is much, much more competitive. So if you are someone that was a former athlete or you have a small group of friends you would really like to train with, um, it's it's also a con, which I'll talk about with, with the the circuit training style of things, but it's very competitive, meaning like people record their times on whiteboards and they're trying to go faster than you and they record their times on apps. And um, it's very wishy-washy on people who are competing in the sport of CrossFit and people who are doing CrossFit for general health. 
and there's like a gray area where people kind of do both, which again is, is in my opinion, not a great thing, but it, it can really help people um, that like to be competitive, that enjoy competing against their friends, assuming those things are safe for them and it makes sense with their lifestyle. They're probably going to enjoy that quite a bit more than something that's not keeping score, not super competitive, more recreational. Okay, so again, if you're that type of person, not that I'm saying I agree with it, but if you're that type of person, you're probably going to be drawn a lot more to CrossFit and you see these personalities uh, quite a bit um, in CrossFit as well. Okay, so that's where I think it, it CrossFit definitely wins out much more strength training, um, a lot more variety and from a personality standpoint, um, more competitive people um, or that like the competitive aspect. I wouldn't say competitive people. People like to compete exercising because they're to totally two different things. Uh, will definitely like it. Um, a lot more than I think a circuit style training. Okay. Then let's go into, again, I'm kind of lumping in Orange Theory, F45. You know, I think there's a F45, to my, to my knowledge, is like quite a bit more variety than Orange Theory, but we'll kind of lump those in as, as pretty similar things. Uh, the first big win is consistency that those have, right? When you step into an Orange Theory, whether you think it's good, mediocre, or the best thing ever, it's fairly consistent, right? There's a formula versus there's not a formula for CrossFit. Like I said, if you go to a gym in the south side of your city and the north side of your city, it's gonna look like it's gonna be the, a different workout that day and the next day and another day. And it may be a different workout you know, from instructor to instructor. So there's just not a lot of consistency there, which again, leads to there's more variety in CrossFit. Um, but again, if you're like someone that that doesn't want to take the chance or you travel a lot. Um, and, and I'm not sure if Orange Theory kind of uh, allows traveling memberships, but you, you kind of know what to expect when you go there versus there are ranges from like terrible CrossFit gyms to outstanding CrossFit gyms anywhere in the middle versus I think Orange Theory is a little bit more, this is what you get. It's not, it's not maybe gonna be the greatest thing ever you've ever seen, but it's also not gonna be like, what are these people doing? You're all gonna break your back, sort of a thing, okay? Um, the second thing would be endurance and sort of a caloric expenditure, right? So CrossFit obviously wins out on the strength aspect of things. It makes sense that you're both working out for an hour, right? So Orange Theory would win quite a bit more out on the endurance side of things. So for the person that likes, really likes long running, um, long rowing, circuit style of training, you've done that in the past, you're going to more than likely like that style of training. For someone that's doesn't really like lifting semi-heavy weights or lifting much at all, and you've maybe had some injuries in the past, you're kind of apprehensive to that, you're probably gonna be more drawn to the endurance side of things. And again, that definitely wins out there. Um, burning on that too with like the caloric expenditure, your, your heart rate is just higher during a one hour class at Orange Theory or Orange 45 because it's, it's very cardio based versus CrossFit. Again, half of the class could be just strength training. And again, both of them will tell you whatever story they wanna tell you to try to get your money. Um, but you're going to burn a lot more calories in one hour of circuit training than you will with a traditional CrossFit thing. They'll both discuss like epoch and that you burn more calories after you train and that building more muscle burns more calories. All those things are kind of true and that's a longer discussion, but it's not probably gonna matter in the long term. Um, building five pounds of muscle, if you do the math, doesn't really burn that more calories, right? So your instructor may tell you that you're gonna build a whole bunch of muscle and you're gonna have a huge super, super high metabolism, but 
you do the math and it's like, oh, it takes me five years to gain five pounds of muscle and now I can eat 50 more calories, that's half an Oreo, right? It's not, it could be true, but also not relevant, right? So generally speaking, it's just a lot more calories to expend um, with the circuit training within an hour, okay? And also a big win for the circuit training Orange Theory style is just less complex. Obviously, you would see that with less variety and more consistency. So again, if, if you're a super beginner and you're like, hey, I've never done an air squat before, um, some CrossFit gyms can be very good about teaching you those things. Some CrossFit gyms do what's called like a fundamentals, where you actually kind of go through a few weeks with a smaller group of people and learn how to like squat and how to like press things over your head really really basic movements but not all gyms do that again that comes down to the consistency side of things that crossfit really literally lacks um so if you're someone that's just again very apprehensive maybe you're you're very overweight and you're like hey i don't want to like put a barbell on my back and squat or those sorts of things you've never exercised before um you still can get a good workout doing very low complexity things um at orange theory okay um the fifth thing i kind of have down for a pro or sort of the win um and this is kind of a counteract to being competitive is that the circuit training tends to be a lot more move at your own pace kind of like the intensity is a little bit more self-driven right so um, like they at Orange Theory, there's like this, this little chart. I forget exactly what it is, but it's essentially it's like level one, level two, level three for, for sake of not messing up the words. And it's like if you're a level one, say beginner, we want your, I think it's called base. I mean, I'm forgetting it, but say if you're a beginner, when we when we say base, you're going to be at a three, um, three mile per hour walk. And if you're intermediate, when we say that, you're going to be at a four and a half. And if you're advanced, when we say this word, you're going to be to six, right? So each of you may be in the recovery phase or whatever they want to call it, but my recovery and someone else's recovery is a different speed, right? Same exact thing with what's weight, what weights you're using and all of those things, right? So um, unlike CrossFit, we're like, most of the time you're all doing like, okay, we're going to do four rounds of this workout. We're going to run, do sit-ups, and then I'm done at 10 minutes and then like you're still going and there's almost like, you know, there's the competitive aspect of like you're doing it for a time versus Orange Theory is a little bit more like we're all going to be doing this for 50 minutes and maybe you're comparing like your heart rate to somebody or you're comparing your calories expended in that hour to somebody. But it's not the same thing as actually like I'm trying to run faster to catch this person in front of me or I'm trying to um, do my burpees quicker to catch up to the people in front of me or something like that, right? So it's a little bit more move at your own pace, not so much um, um, competitive, right? You can make it competitive. It's just generally speaking, it's a little bit more stay in your own lane. And then the last thing I have down as far as the win for them would be amenities. And again, I'm speaking in general terms here, but have to do that since there's so much variance in CrossFit. So if you think of more of like a middle of the road CrossFit gym, not the best one you've been to, not the worst one you've been to, compare that to the amenities at Orange Theory as far as like showers and bathrooms and towel service and things like that. One of the things I absolutely hate about CrossFit gyms is very few of them are climate controlled. So, you know, it's 100 degrees in Oklahoma. There's no air conditioning. There's fans and deal with it, right? Versus Orange Theory, 
their commercial gym when it's freezing cold outside it's going to be heated in there when it's 100 degrees you're not going to be working out outside it's going to be air conditioned you're going to sweat but you're not going to be physically uncomfortable right there are other crossfit gyms that are air conditioned that's obviously a big perk to their amenities but if i had to guess there's less than 50% of the CrossFit gyms in America are climate controlled. So um, that would be definitely be a big selling point for people if you're kind of on the fence too, I think is that the amenities, generally speaking, are a little bit better. Um, just any commercial place like that where they obviously can afford um, air conditioning, heat, all of those things, you know, towels for your workouts, nicer showers, maybe access to showers, um, all of those things. So that's my general comparison, guys. Again, uh, to kind of run, run through things again, um, strength more variety a lot more competitive for the traditional crossfit class gym and then consistency endurance slash burning calories um low complexity kind of move at your own pace and amenities i think the general circuit training now would be a lot more tied into like orange theory and f45 that would be boot camp because i don't think boot camp has a ton of like amenities uh, involved there and yeah that's my sort of uh summary there hopefully i wasn't too biased one way or the other just wanted to kind of paint a picture on um again i don't have a lot of experience with orange theory i've just done like some of their free classes but you get an idea of what what the experience is with endurance and low complexity and it's nice in there and and all those things um and again, it's a little bit tougher to compare CrossFit because gyms just do things differently, right? Like some gyms have, one of the cool things about Orange Theory is every time I've been there, there's more than one instructor in the room. So again, if there's 20 people in a class and there's two or three instructors, it's gonna be a lot more likely they catch like some bad form. Again, the stuff is lower complexity, but again, there's just more eyeballs on you. If you're a beginner, it helps quite a bit more versus some CrossFit gyms. Um, again, like I mentioned this in the last episode, they cap their classes at like 15 people. So you can be more rest assured there. There's going to be more eyeballs on you. If you are a beginner, you're doing the correct things versus some just maybe won't cap their classes or they will only have one instructor, no matter how big the class gets. And then if you're a beginner, you're kind of just like feeding it for yourself. There's not going to, if there's 30 people in the class and it's your first month doing CrossFit and you don't know how to toes the bar is, it's gonna be really hard to guarantee you're gonna learn anything that day and not just be kind of thrown out there and kind of see see what happens for you, right? Um, so yeah, hopefully that was um, good information. Again, I could talk on and on and on about kind of comparing these two things, but I thought, it, thought it'd be a cool comparison since again, the majority of my clients, I think participate in one of those two things. Um, and again, tying back into, this, this doesn't really tie into like, what I think will drive results more. I, I kind of summarized it in the sense that strength hypertrophy is a little bit more uh, the goal for CrossFit and straight burning calories a little bit more uh, preferred for Orange Theory. That's not to say that either of those are the, the best way to do those goals. I don't think either one is the best way to do those things. But again, if you're picking between the two, that's kind of what you're picking between. Um, and yeah, again, my bias here is still, I prefer CrossFit because my personality kind of lends toward that. I like, I do not like endurance stuff at all. Um, I played basketball growing up, lifted weights growing up, ran sprints growing up. I kind of like lift, I definitely like lifting weights. I like quicker workouts, I like to kind of do those types of things, a little bit higher intensity. I'm a very competitive person and I actually started doing CrossFit from powerlifting because I wanted more variety. I just got sick of like just squatting and just and just um, 
benching all those things and seeing people in the gym like oh they're running around now they're doing dumbbell squats and now they're doing burpees and now they're jumping rope and now they're doing gymnastics like that variety is really appealing to me and i kind of touched upon the competitiveness side of things too but i'm very very keen on not telling people you need to do this type of exercise like i have i have clients that do commercial gyms orange theory f45 boot camps don't work out walk their dog do crossfit bodybuilding powerlifting there's a lot of different ways to do things. Um, again, my bias is a little bit towards CrossFit. That that's what I like to do. But if someone has a different personality than me, a different background than me, they like to run, then maybe Orange Theory would be the, the appropriate thing for them, right? It's it's not a it's not a this is the correct thing to do. It's based upon your personality, your goals, what you enjoy doing. Um, picking the right one for you okay um, and also there on the value point i kind of mentioned last week they're, they're pretty much the same price you may find a few crossfit gyms that are more expensive than orange theory a few that are cheaper but the average crossfit gym is going to be about this, the average unlimited membership at crossfit is going to be just about the same as orange theory you're pretty much splitting uh, splitting hairs there with uh the price difference and yeah kind of uh, consider those two things if you're if you're considering each one of those um if you do like obviously the group aspect of training if you're more of an individual trainer probably neither one of these are, are great options for you and i think on the next podcast i will kind of discuss group versus individual training kind of who i think you know what goals are best for each of those what kind of personalities i think are, are best for each of those uh, to kind of compound upon some of the exercise talk we've discussed and that's it guys so um yeah that's the discussion if you have any questions feedback for me again you always can hit us up on instagram it is at myobrain you can always send me questions too at our email uh, myobraincoaching at gmail.com our new website is up myobrain.co.co for all of our information about nutrition coaching is actually the only thing that's on there if you're interested in our exercise program and stuff like that you can look at those details on myobrain.com and select on the uh, consulting button all of our exercise stuff is still up there and that's it guys appreciate it 